Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to episode 199 of the After Lodge Harlan Show. This is After no, Lodge Harlan. No, no, Lodge no, no. Fired. <laughs> Will there be an episode 200? No. Mysteries. Also uh, joined by worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, the effervescent Sir John of Pennsylvania. Bursting with fruit flavor. <laughs> Nice. We, uh, we also have uh, trucker Tony tonight riding in his this is, uh, Yep, This is Andrew Kaplan, and I am broadcasting from Mobile Lodge 1. Mobile Lodge 1. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's an oil company that's going to give you a call in a minute, so thanks for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, all that disturbing background <laughs> noise that you hear is, uh, is the Reverend's uh, big rig. 18 wheels make a lot of noise. Uh, Jeff I'm is I'm back. I am. And curious uh, to see. the uh, the After Lodge herpes, Brother Squared. Let me think he's there. I haven't heard from him in like 15 exactly minutes. There either. Wait, yeah. are, you talking about, are you talking about me? Cause yes. Hey. Yeah, that's you. Hey, We're alive. Up? Worshipful. Yeah. You said, you said something about herpes, and that's the, I quit listening. So we said, and now the guy uh, among yeah. us who doesn't have herpes. <laughs> yeah, he <Matt>. was like <laughs> a video game or something, and he heard herpes and perked up. Well, not again. <laughs> no, I was what? listening to all of it actually. It's just uh, just the herpes. There's <clears throat> a cure. Did somebody say something about a cure? <laughs> <laughs> Settle down, Tony. 
<laughs> oh come on, the health the health insurance companies won't let their won't let the cure come out. <clears throat> hey, hey, speaking of herpes, uh, real quick before we get started in the show, there's this big hep, hepatitis A virus going around, people dying from it and stuff. We should really yes. make sure we're careful on all of our uh, breakfast. Pooping? Oh, I would, yes. I would, I, would, I would hate to have a hepatitis A break. That comes, out, that, that comes out that it's from a Masonic breakfast somewhere. That would be... Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so if your lodge has, well, a, has a breakfast, <laughs> without, without saying too much, that outbreak is pretty much uh, relegated to a certain two communities, and our lodge doesn't really contain people from either of those communities. So I think we're good. The Catholics? I thought it was a nation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not those kind of communities. Sir, <laughs> we have several Catholics. How dare you? Oh, oh. You have one on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we I don't I don't think we have any that work the breakfast though, so maybe that's fair. Just do don't scratch stop scratching your balls what? while you're flipping the flapjacks. That's it. That's step one. Why did you think that it's contained? That I thought it was stop scratching your ass. Of the Hep A virus. I, I, could it be because of communion and everybody drinking after each other out of that same cup? Uh, it may have something Corey, to do with the cup, but it ain't people poop. drinking after each other. What? Okay. We take communion, which is the body of Christ. What kind of, what part of Christ are you eating if you're eating the poop? <laughs> That, that's bad. No, it's uh, I mean, it may be in the blood. Do you not take the blood, Tony? Oh, yes, we take the blood. Of, yes, the blood of Christ. Yes. So you so say that get... without any sense of oddity whatsoever. <laughs> Why would that be odd? Harlan? You just talked about... Eating this is not symbolic, Harlan. This is the literal yes, body and I know. blood. Which yes. would include so so you're you're devouring What's it, what's yes. that called? Tra trans if, 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 transmutation or something? Transmogrification <laughs> or no, there's a word for it. There is when I'm done giggling I'll Transmorgif Morgan <laughs> Transmogrification. Yes. <laughs> Whatever the word is from Team America. Transfiguration. I'm just still hung up on this whole Jesus salad thing that I walked into after stepping Jesus away. Jesus salad? <laughs> hey! What? Don't be, don't be knocking the Jesus. <laughs> Y'all are talking about hepatitis and, and like what part are you eating? So are Catholics cannibals? Because... Like, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. I mean, we will eat our own, but not quite <laughs> that way. I think you're only a cannibal if you eat the meat. You can eat the blood and stuff. The body? What do you think the body is, Tony? The bones. Because uh, it, it, it's brittle. It cracks. It's crazy. I, not I've got a train wreck so of just inappropriate jokes that have just 
lodged into my brainstem, trying to run for my mouth. Tr- trust me, John. They're 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 all knocking around in my head. I'm I'm yeah. trying to walk that line. Like it's really hard. This went off the rails very quickly. I was being serious about the. They all speak after each other, and so you. Could... You were being serious about if Christ's STDs can be transmitted through no. our part, partaking oh, of, the, oh. of the Eucharist. No. Hepatitis A is not a sexually transmitted disease. It can be. No, any different. It can be. It can be. So can the flu. It's saliva, and so if you're drinking after somebody that has hepatitis A, you could possibly get it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna add this podcast to the list of reasons why my archbishop probably would hang me from a yard arm. It went, off, it went bad quick. I, your, uh, your being master of a Masonic lodge didn't get you there already? No, because my first, uh, actually, my first Catholic church I belonged to, my past master was the past master of the lodge, was also the past priest of that church. So hmm. the diocese here, nice. I guess like a year or two ago, put out a very strong, strong uh, advisory. I guess advisory is not even the right word. I don't know what you call an order from the edict. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> that Freemasonry and Catholicism are not in any way compatible. And, and you, part in a Masonic lodge is. You know, it's it's funny. It's a good thing I was already a member because I probably, like, honestly wouldn't have joined because I, I had hangups about that when I joined in the beginning. And like me and Jason talked about it for probably two years before I ended up joining. So we've got some KOC guys in my other lodge. And like I asked them if they were leaving after this edict came out, and they were like, Well, no, because when it's they joined, they checked with the uh I guess with the local parish priest or whatever and he they joined and now they're sticking with it. I guess Catholicism works that way. Like, if you get the, the OK stamp at the beginning, you're just good. I don't. I was a Mason, and then during uh, the Catholic Church, both my parish priest and my the bishop of my diocese at the time, because of the previous priest being a past master of the lodge, helped out. So. My whole theory is, uh, Bishop says it's good. I'm fine. What are we? What are what we supposed I... to do anyway, Harlan? Just renounce Masonry and not come back, or well, like... that's what those guys at uh, Ephesians five eleven say. You can, you can go to their website; they got it all there. You can like print out how to do the renunciation prayer and anoint yourself and all that jazz. Uh, I, I highly What's recommend the them if you're interested. I, think it's a I found that website even prior to becoming a Mason. Um, they are a mission group that exists to free men from the darkness of the Masonic Lodge. Okay, so j- quick question: If I if I do this, if I if I go ahead and, and you know I I leave the fraternity, I, I renounce Masonry and all that, uh, my master's picture still stays on the wall, though, right? Um, it, does. <laughs> uh, it does actually, because there's another man. Yes, up all right. The wall. That did exactly that, and there was a, uh, a rather drawn-out lodge quarrel about whether we should leave his picture up there. At um, our lodge? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Uh, will you uh, type that guy's name in the sidebar? Cause I, don't uh, I won't because I don't remember exactly which one it was. I was brand new when this argument was happening. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had like just become a master mason. I'm like, what, what the hell's going on? And cool he, he was talking about this that. guy that uh, what? 
Why does Tony yeah. Tony's video feed look like a cross between Blair Witch and like Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Because it's Tony. Well, John, your powers so. of observation <laughs> are are not what they should be. I understand. I this. I love them. Uh, you always know just how to phrase things. So now he's uh, he's taking a walk. I feel like that's we want to know to where I need though. to use that's for the, the opening of the show. What is what is the penalty if you're a Catholic and you're also a Mason? Is it like extra time in purgatory? Tony, Tony uh, did you did you hear the thing Harlan said about the previous master at our lodge? Did you know about that? Yeah. Yeah. Which one of those guys was it that Mickey was? Raising the question of should we pick him off the wall or not, and then everybody finally said. I'm not, you can't. But do you, do you, you know who it was? Do you do you know yeah. like that's the thing? Okay, well we'll we'll talk about it later then. Yeah. So. Um, if I'm not mistaken, though, the penalty is uh, excommunication if you refuse well, to actually leave the craft. Well, you're not supposed to be able to receive communion. Yeah, that um, was the thing that was in the edict here in the, the local Catholic paper was that you can't take holy communion. Yeah. So does Does Tony have us where I think he has us? Yeah. There it is. Can you at least mute your mic, asshole? Uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> hey, at least he's not taking a crap. I'm like, I'm like that video looks like porcelain. Oh yeah, no. I hope porcelain. he's being right. muted on the feed and not like, cause yeah. I still hear him. No, he's he's the, the audience can't. Like, I, I gotta go. I gotta go pee now. From hearing this, this is that. Get that last squirt out of there, boy. All right, so I'm just gonna leave that muted for a minute. Um, so, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then. Um, you can't cut this. <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to cut it and make it still no, work. No, you're not. You can't cut that. <laughs> Just the whole... Oh my it's God! Come back. What? That, what is that is that? a perfect no, no, Harlan. That is a perfect close for the conversation point that Tony brought up. The flush of a toilet. Done. What? what? How does it even look like that? All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna turn him back on because. Oh my! All right. Hold on! Did you just walk under a ceiling fan? There is a ceiling fan in that bathroom. Jeez. Oh, so, no, he's in his uh, he made it to his uh, his St. Louis office. So yes, yes, St. Louis, of course. Tony, how is uh, how is Missouri? It's hot and dry here. That's why the fan's on, right? right. Makes perfect sense to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man! Hey, I checked into a hotel last night. And the, the very first thing, before I even put my bags down, a roach crawled out from the TV. Nice. Really? I feel like you should talk to your employer about better accommodations. I, I pick my own rooms. It's just the room sucks. Yeah, it's because you're trying to skimp the top off your expense report. I know what you're doing. <laughs> All right, so... 
the uh, the big question on on Reddit today is what do Masons think of atheists? All right, they just can't join. All right, that's exact. There you go. I mean, I've got two good friends. It's hard to explain. Well, at least let me rephrase that. It's it's not even that they can't join because you know you go to France and you can, which is why we don't recognize France. It's kind of like women. You know, you can't join the real thing, but we don't recognize. You can have French your own little club. Existing? Oh yeah, we recognize <laughs> one of the three grand bodies in France, and I can never remember which one. They don't shave because it keeps arms. changing, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we had unrecognized them a couple years ago, and then reinstated it. And I, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't have anything favorable to say there, but uh, I, as much as I'm a big fan of Sam Harris, ah, Tony, ah, Tony, close one of your windows or mute it. Please. All right. So as much as I'm a big fan... All right, I'm cutting one of you off. Which one's it going to be? I, I, I turned my other one off. I just I, I, I switched over to my laptop. All right, so I'm cutting right. that one. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Tony, you're not you're not muted, buddy. So everyone knows you're making lip motions. <sighs> I thought I was muted. That's no, no, no. We, we, we muted your other one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I, I disconnected. I don't know. You're still there, Tony. I really got to say, you you definitely overpack. I mean, here in your hotel room in St. Louis, you've got the same ceiling fan you had at home. You've got the same deer head on the wall. You've got uh, what is that? Your degree behind you? Like you are just? Are, are you a like a homesick kind of guy, or what's? Yeah. Is it attention to detail? He can't sleep at night without the eyes of uh, Bambi looking upon him. And I had the Ten Commandments hanging on the wall too, by the way. Mm. So, 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 so oh, go ahead. I don't know. I was going to ask him what his opinion was on the previous topic we were just talking about, but. Yes, Tony. I guess what that's. Do Masons think of atheists. Um, we don't think about them because they're not members because they can't join. <laughs> I was th- hoping you were going to say, "Well, they're not people." But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't think about they're them not go- because they're not people. <laughs> yeah. They're they're not. They don't have an eternal salvation. They're they're going straight to hell. Other well, than yeah, that, but I mean that doesn't mean anything. I am too, and I'm not an atheist. Right. Um. But the. I don't know. I've always struggled with the whole concept. So, as much as I'm a a big fan of certain atheist philosophers, I just I don't get their I don't get their ness. Um, I've tried to understand how a rational mind could arrive at that conclusion, and I I continue to fail. <laughs> the the problem with atheists is that there's no such thing as an atheist. Uh, well, because that's, that's atheists, kind of if, if you're a true atheist, you typically take that to an extreme where it becomes your religion. You just substitute something else for your religion. I think everybody has religion. Well, okay, that's a that's a good point. Insofar as I know, a lot of people who substitute masonry as their religion. That's true. I mean, Jason was a dirt worshiping heathen. 
yes. on the show. He's a good example. Yes. There, there are several others. How do you how do you rectify that, Tony? <laughs> rectify what? To, the, 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 the Masons whose whose primary religion is Freemasonry? Well, they lied when they came Different. in. They can't they can't say that when they came in though. They had to lie. Well, because maybe it wasn't when they came in. in one God. What happens if you if you become an atheist after you join Masonry? Because you can't come into Masonry without saying that you pro- profess a belief in God, right? Is that a universe? Is that a landmark? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So so that's the cross the board everywhere. So you can't come into masonry if you don't profess a belief in God. So, but what happens if you come into masonry and you look around, and you say, this isn't what I thought. And you lose all faith and you say, there is no God. Then what happens? I'm asking this guys. No, that's a, Good question. Do you have to quit? Uh, that is so. That came up. Um, a long time ago on the show. I think the answer was was maybe. Would that be considered <laughs> unmasonic? If it's a landmark and you don't believe in the landmark, wouldn't that be considered unmasonic conduct? Well, so, if you. Not if you did at the time you took your obligations to the craft. At least that's where I came down on it. But I also, uh, it, who was it, Tiki or somebody we had this conversation with, and it, we all kind of agreed that it was a question of is this just a, a you know momentary crisis of faith or is it a perpetual renunciation of of monotheism. Okay, in the United States, we basically the sacred vo- the volume of sacred law is basically the Holy Bible. I know there's other books that get laid out there, but ninety five percent is the Holy I, Bible. My lodge, there ain't King, There's only King one. James version. By God, <laughs> the unadulterated word of King James, the deity. All right, hold everybody, hold on, Mike. Yep. <laughs> For the love of God, turn it down, turn it off, or mute your mic, please. Turn turn what off? Don't make Whatever him you're doing in call. the background. Donkey Kong. You need to use a health potion, and I'm glad you just opened that chest, but come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't make me turn <laughs> porn on. Sorry to interrupt, Harlan. All right. Aww. All right, so... Uh, what was I doing... You were agreeing with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm arguing with, <laughs> with my spouse, who is now ranger crawling across the living room. Floor. Okay, so but what? And she's gonna be really pissed at me when she realizes I turned the camera off. What what religion <laughs> is it? Um, it's not Jehovah's Witnesses. It's the uh, Mormons that they, for legal purposes, they they say only one wife, but their religion still lets you have as many wives as you want. Could a Mason be? married to multiple wives if his religion allows it and bring them all to like lodge functions would that be okay as long as he can care for them all um i say yes the grand lodge of pennsylvania uh is an unequivocal and unabashed hell no is that in the Where? constitution no uh, it is not well, but like so many other things that we persecute our brethren for 
um, that also aren't in the Constitution. It's just that's the way it's always been because. Oh, well. Yeah, the weakest argument ever. Which one? Well, that's well, how it's always been, or because Jesus said so. That's how it's I think always Muslims been. Muslims have more than one wife. Yes. Like Muslims or Hindus and all them cannot have her because, you know, they're Muslims. That's how it's always been. That's how it's always been. Okay. Um, but I mean, what? how would you charge oh. them? Speaking of constitutional. Unmasonic conduct. If if I was a Mason in the Middle East, where a lot of men have multiple wives, say Saudi Arabia, even though I have to be underground because masonry is illegal there, I think. What if Mostly. I only had one wife? Could they kick me out of the lodge because I don't have multiple <laughs> wives and I'm not following the... <laughs> so if that's the case, then masonry isn't following a set of landmarks. The landmarks depend on where you're located at and what I see you trying of, to tie this back. Whatever the timeline is uh, on when you were a Mason. Because in the middle in the Middle Ages, most of us wouldn't be allowed to be Masons because we were not operative Masons. Correct? Um just agree. I feel like the operative what? Masons would have been uh, ancient Hebrew types, according to our own myths, and they would have had multiple wives. So, yeah. What do you mean, according to our, 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 our blue? <laughs> everything came from the Middle Ages, for the most part. Not the myths, but the actual operative masons came from the building of castles for yeah, King that, Arthur. And that, that is that there. is the myth. Tony. I thought that was the truth. No, that's the story we tell ourselves. Whole, well, we didn't think just about the pop whole up out of nothing. Y'all lost me here. The whole we idea of traveling went from cathedral to cathedral <laughs> right. is ludicrous because those large stone buildings took generations to build. So you worked Right, but then one, their kids or grandkids eventually got done. When they eventually got done, their grandkids had to move on. Yeah, once in their life, maybe the whole roving band. Everything wasn't a thing. Is is just everything wasn't a big castle. Well, I mean, Sometimes it was just a wall. It's still a skill that's handed down. I mean, you. What well, is? But he's talking about the the myth of our origin that there were these stonemasons guilds that traveled freely around Europe, and it's like, yeah, I, no, no. I don't buy it. No. no. I also don't buy the Templar thing that Jason always peddled. So. How can you not buy? First, if you don't buy that, though, the the banks. Yeah, his whole nice Templary origins of Freemasonry thing that he he bought into, and I never bought that either. The banking. It sounds nice, but now it does seem. uh, Fact backing that up, though, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was an organization called the Knights of the Poor Fellow Soldiery of the Temple of Solomon. They existed. They were quashed by the church because people owed them money. Some of and them then they disappeared hiding. and went underground. <laughs> like the entire French government? That's true. Um, yeah, but that's that's kind of where the factual story ends. Yeah. There may you're have been... Kinda, you're t- but like, you, 
you don't know that. That's that's kind of the point. Nobody knows. Yeah. Well, you don't. But you're not a high you enough know. degree yet, Harlan. Right. Oh, that's what it is. Sorry, I, I got to get up there. Down, with, uh, friend, loser. I got to get up there with you're Bill taking Schnobling. all the fun out of it. I got to get up there with Schnobling to get a 99th degree vampire thing, so then I can learn. Vampire wizard, sir. Oh yes. Well, then, then you got to become a rabbi, I think, because he's he's like a rabbi now. His latest videos, he's got like the beard and the kippa and the whole getup. It's so yeah. so. When he did that, did he renounce masonry, or is, or is he still all that? Oh stuff? no, he renounced masonry a long time ago, man. When he found Jesus, he he got out of Satanism and masonry. And is he still a vampire? Uh, no, but I do believe he still has to pray nightly to keep the werewolf curse from coming back. Bill Schnobelin show from way back. Mm, missed that one apparently. Oh, oh, buddy, you are missing out. So as soon as this show is done, you need to go on YouTube and you need to go uh, <laughs> just just start start searching for the Prophecy Club because that's where a lot of his early videos were. And the guy's name is Bill Schnobelin, and then just go from there. But make sure you've got like a few days of your life to spare. <laughs> John, we've said almost from episode one, the episode that Bill Schnobeling comes on this show is the last episode we'll ever do. Yes, we that is the goal. Hit. That's the goalpost. That's the end zone. Nirvana when that happens. The whole reason we named this show After Lodge, like we tell everybody we're teaching the After Lodge method, but really it was a setup so we could tell Bill that this is a show about us as Masons who are trying to figure out how to live as men after <clears throat> the Lodge because we were freed from the bondage of Satan. We wanted to talk to us about it all and have like this straight up troll interview. And then that's just the last published episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a feeling I, I, I you, you'll, you'll get, you'll get Hodap de Hoyos and the reincarnated ghost of Pike on the show together. before you'll get <laughs> No, no. If you've got money, Bill will show up. Please. Yeah. The, the, the <laughs> well, that doesn't John. count. If you pay him to appear, no, that totally counts. Um, is, is that Bill Schnobelin is a 99th degree Freemason. He yeah. is a uh, vampire wizard. Also a werewolf. Oh, is he also a werewolf? Yes. Born again Christian evangelical. And, uh, That's not that now, so. dingus from like Wisconsin, is it, who pops up on like Australian TV from time to time? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. He's pretty prolific in anti-Masonic circles, and I don't think those people realize that they destroy their credibility by including him in anything. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, he's fun. He's, like, real fun. And he's got all these lectures that are just, they're just fun to listen to. He'll tell you all the stories about how he was initiated into the, the, the secret 60th degree and got his way up to the 99th degree and... Um... And his life all changed when he was sending in his dues check to the Church of Satan, and he gave it to the bank teller, and she gave him his receipt, and on the receipt was just written in this beautiful feminine font, I'll pray for you. <laughs> it changed his life. And he found Jesus and became a minister, and I think that was before he became a rabbi, which I'm assuming is of some messianic church. Um, yeah. Mm. He's a fun guy, like a real fun guy. I always admonish Masons. I know we're like enriching him by giving him ad revenue, but it's worth it for the entertainment value. Fair enough. 
And then to watch him like speak at churches and see all the people nodding and asking like genuine questions is also uplifting. So something I learned uh, this week, visiting another lodge, um, it is nowhere in our constitution that our minutes have to be read out loud. Oh, lodge. really? I'm even uh, looking at the constitution Harlan, right now. Uh, it it's is. not in there. It it's is. not. I will it's have not. to find it. Um, the, the, the lodge I visited this week posts theirs. They post a physical copy in the lodge for people to read, and then they email an electronic copy out to all of the members, and if there are any objections to it, they are... And there is a Grand Line officer with us sitting there. Well, not a Grand Line officer, but a Grand Lodge officer. Yep. So, oh, and the district deputy. Yep. Um, I will so, have to pull that back out, sir. But it is most assuredly there. In fact, under penalty of Masonic discipline for the secretary, it is there. Um, it's together with all that stuff about reading correspondence verbatim before the lodge. It's all together in like a section. Okay, I'll go. I'll go back to that section. I'm, I I have a feeling you may be you may be going off of an old copy of the <laughs> of the Constitution or something. But uh, I mean, there's a section about the lodge. The secretary must read all correspondence, and all official, yeah, the lodge, all official documents to be entered on the record, and he has to do it in open lodge. And if he doesn't, he is personally subject to Masonic discipline hmm. and the master too. But <laughs> We'll have to go into that. We'll have to go into that more off, off, uh, yes, off the air. Because uh, if you're if you're talking about the section, I think you're talking about. I'm looking right at it. It, See, uh, Jeff. I've always kind of had this uh, notion that Harlan has made that up this entire time. <laughs> because as we all know he loves hearing himself talk. So, Bruce, I do love hearing myself talk, but I would love to hear myself talk about things other than reading the minutes. Like, I would still fill the lodge meeting with my voice. It would just be with other things. And I will say, like, his talk on the Fellowcraft was a lot more interesting than the 30 minutes worth of minutes we're going to hear at our next meeting because we've waived the minutes for the last four meetings. 36, brother. 36. Also, like, it was incredibly refreshing to hear that version harlan because as i'm sure you know the guy who normally does that um although he does an awesome job he's got a very shortened he's got a very condensed version and uh, actually i was talking I, about I, the I'm educational topic lie. he did a couple of yeah, months ago no, no, but no, yeah the degree work was great uh, too that was <laughs> I, I like literally i learned a couple things that night and until you started talking about the actual stare portion of it, I was really following along because I'd never heard it in that much detail before. You did a uh, hell of a job. Yes, you did. Well, I, Where was this? I, I, I'm reasonably... So I don't know which gentleman you're talking about, but if you're talking about the patron of our lodge... The one who's done it 90% of the fellow craft degrees that we've had since I've been there? He's so the, the only other fellow craft I've seen do it, yeah. Yeah. So we do the. I'm reasonably sure we do the exact same thing. No, his is his is much shorter. Yes. Also, like you kind of can't understand what he's saying sometimes. Oh well, there's that. Oh yeah, that's it. Say that, but like it's not just that. He he has a shortened version because I talked uh, with Josh about it afterwards. 
And he was huh. like, yeah, like he was like, yeah, he he wrote his own version of that. Not right. Actually, I think it was you that told me that, Bruce. I think you told me that when I was trying to follow along oh. one of the last ones. But I did not realize that, and that's, huh? Because it sounds this. I mean, it, I it's been a while since I've seen. It. I'll have to listen the next time. God willing. But yes, we did a feller craft degree this weekend, John. Um, we we made some fellers of the craft. Harlan did the second and third section. And the guy that we no- that normally does those, uh, he's a much older gentleman, and he's been there a super long time. And although he's like a hell of an awesome guy, hell of a brother, all that, uh, he's a little hard to understand. Um, and Harlan is a little more eloquent. loud and enunciative in his speech. Uh, yes, uh, vigorous. That's a better way to put it. Vigorous and robust. We'll we'll That's stick with robust. Does it really matter if you can understand them? To be honest, no. It's it's like magic. As long as like the guy utters the word and does the right little hand motion, the spell still works. Uh, yes, Tony, it does. Because again, I've I've heard that degree, I don't know, thirty times now. And last Saturday, I heard a lot of stuff that I've never heard before. Well, because yeah, when that part of the when that part of the degree is normally going on, I look around the lodge. And everybody's on their phone. And, Everybody's doing exactly. Everybody's on their phone or their head. Their heads down. I can't control what everybody else is doing. I can't control what other masons are there in lodge for. They're you know playing with drones or using the VR headset. Things around the room or throwing laughing monkeys. Whatever, (laughs) whatever these guys do. Uh, Tony, you really need to start bringing more toys to lodge. That's the reason I actually petitioned to see your antics. The reason that feels strange, Bruce, is what I did Saturday was the short form. Like really? there's a short form and a long form of that those sections, and I've not fully learned the long form yet, so I didn't do it. Oh yeah, because the long form is it's like well, more it's than twice long. as long. Hold on, I've got my monitor here. Let's see. I am. Uh, I've been studying the long form. Of both the Internet Apprentice and Fellow Craftery for years now, and I'm still not confident enough to do them. Well, one day I will, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh my God, is he ever gonna stop?" Uh, the the second and third section lectures in Fellow Craftery are quite extensive. Are they like that in, in the other part of Pennsylvania, John? Are those yes. sections inordinately long? Does anybody else ever get upset? Soul of the craft degree gets really long. Let's see. The second section starts on page 70. It's the most important one. Yes, it is. Yes. And one day I will do both of those sections in their entirety. It just may be another decade or so. Um, There's a reason why the only person I've ever seen do that was like 90 years old because he probably just finished getting it down. Uh, the second section in our in our monitors is uh, what is that thirty four pages long? Yes, and that's that's the the long form. Yeah. So the short form is probably like the sh- yeah the short form is everything in there that's not in subscript. Yes. But still, that is crazy. Yep, the eight degrees the same way, and I'll get them eventually. It's one of my. You know, we tell uh, we tell our new guys that there's 
there's always something more you can learn, something you can do better, like Freemasonry is a never-ending endeavor. And so that's the stage where I'm at. Is I've been for a few years now trying to tackle those um, those really deep parts of the ritual. Um, so, yeah, and I'm not going to tell anybody before I do it. I'm just going to, like, do it, and then they'll be thinking, oh, well, we're going to be out here in about 20 minutes, and then three hours later. Right. Three hours later. That's not really hours, but it probably would take it probably take an hour to Easily. do it in full. It takes about twenty minutes to do it in short form. So yeah, yeah. But it's got all the good stuff in it. <laughs> My problem is keeping the candidates awake. Who is it? Who is it that fell asleep? Uh, like not the last EA we did, but the one before that. I forget. I don't want to call him out on the air anyway. One of the candidates did? I was doing the second section, and like I let those guys sit down while I do the second section of the A degree. And like this dude's like straight up asleep, like silently snoring. It wasn't the one we uh, passed this week, was it? No, no. Uh, we haven't seen this guy since we initiated him. Oh. Probably because he came and paid a bunch of money and then got put to sleep and then's like, well, forget that. Speaking of not seeing anybody, what happened to our Russian guy? It's a good See? question. Uh, so his lecturer. Well, that's really all you need to know. Um, I don't know. Eventually, he was asking for a different lecturer. Maybe he may not know to come back to ask for a different lecturer. Oh, I know who his lecturer. He'll was. call me. He's got my number. He called me before he joined to express his um, ire at being forced to wait for like eight months. Yeah. That waiver of jurisdiction stuff got messy. Oh, yeah. Hmm. The other lodge that we sent the waiver to tried to recruit him. And then he said, I'll think about it, but I'm probably just going to join the lodge I petitioned. And they took that as, well, he's going to think about it, so we'll just wait on him to call us. And then, <laughs> and then in the end, when he decided to go with us, the other lodge did a pretty unprecedented thing and wanted the difference in uh, uh, initiation fees between oh, yeah. what they charge and what we charge. Well, our rules so, require so, us. So we to had to like. So yeah, but how many times has it happened? Uh, once. There you go. <laughs> exactly. But so we had to go so, back and ask him for more money. And we're well, like, sorry, fair, but this other lodge wants the money. I thought we covered that. Did we? we did it because we've never made anyone else pay it. Um, but the rules don't call for the other lodge to ask for it. You're just supposed to forward it. Mm. You're supposed to charge the candidate the difference. Really? And send it to the other lodge. And there, there's no like waiver or anything. It's just everyone ignores it. It's one of those many Masonic regulations that exist that no one knows exist or just doesn't care. Uh, including the Grand Lodge. So our problem is, uh, you know, with us stirring the pot so frequently, I try to keep us as close to possible on the strictly legal footing so they don't have ammunition to use against us. So that's why we jump through hoops that other lodges don't. Or because I'm anal and uh, Brother Squared is a stickler for rules. That's Could be that too. That one. Um. Either way, we are on decent 
constitutional footing. Not perfect, but better than most. There was another Jeff found a way of getting us out of reading the minutes. I am more than anxious to hear it. So yeah, I'll go on to it. But man, I, the, talking about that lodge I went to, that was no offense to After Lodge Lodge or my mother lodge or any other lodge I visited, but that was easily the best meeting I've ever sat in. How do you mean? Just everything about it was. I, I, I'm assuming TO is probably very similar to that. I've never been been to a TO lodge, but uh, I get the feeling that's how a lot of TO lodges work. All of their officers were in dark suits with gloves. Um, they keep the lighting down in their lodge. They don't use the, the regular overhead lights. It's minimal lighting. Uh, they have blue accent lights along the sides of the lodge, which kind of add a, a, di a different ambiance. Um, they play music throughout the various portions of uh, the, so you've, the meeting. You've never been to a TO Lodge here? No. So I've Jeff, never been to a TO Lodge, period. Is what my other lodge um, is, or but, I guess more appropriately speaking, was like. Um, does, does your other lodge march all of the officers out in proper form with uh, yes. Tyler going first, holding the sword and all that, too? So we did. Um, we've kind of fallen out because we were a bit of a cult of personality and that personality died on us. But hmm. uh, So we're still trying to put pieces back together. But the lodge you went to um, is our jurisdiction's second attempt at a TO lodge. So like, oh. we're trying to qualify with the MRF to meet uh, all the checkboxes. They, they mentioned MRF a couple of different times yeah. about various announcements. The MRF uh, is who grants traditional observance status. So, yeah, yes, the speaker they, are, they, they had working. out there was uh, was amazing too. Uh, gave a really nice talk just about his history in Freemasonry and where he sees the future of Freemasonry going. Had some really good ideas. Um, and then you know the the closing. Uh, you know. About if it's if it's the same as what To is, then you, know, you kind of get the feel. But I'm just like oh, yeah. I've never seen, I've never seen a lodge like even even at ours being some of the most reverent work I've seen. I've never seen it that reverent before, and it was uh, we tried. It was, a, it was just awesome. We tried that to an extent at the After Lodge Lodge. Um, the first, the beginning part of my term as master, we had started trying to institute some of those ritual changes. Uh, uh, yeah, a couple of the things. Of the error of my ways, and um, yeah, we stopped doing that. But yeah, a couple of the things that they did, I remember from early episodes, like uh, you've mentioned that you attempted, like the senior deacon when he goes to open the lights, crossing between the master and the altar. You mean following the apparent course of the sun? Exactly. Yes. Then you know, I watched that and I was like, "Hey, he's following the sun." I was almost the first oh, man. Yeah, Harlan in the tried that. <laughs> I was almost the first man in the history of our lodge to be removed from the east. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John. There were a lot of things Harlan tried that, it, like, as awesome as I think they were, that didn't. For, the old for God some, was less than some strange year. reason. It towards the end of the year they weren't happening, and you know, I don't know why. I got some of those phone calls. I remember getting the phone call from the big guy. Like, what the hell are you doing down there? 
trying to explain it. He's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't care, but stop whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> we, we lost Harlan. Uh, apparently. All right, good. Now we can. Oh, he's back. So did Hangouts just crash? Yeah, only for you. Just for you. Well, yeah, Tony's you dropped rocking. in and out twice, three times. Good, now. good. Tony's back. Well, that's that's just Tony though. He. Well, okay, yeah, there is. So, that. He but usually drops out at least once. once. We started poking fun at him. It was shortly after Pokemon. Um, my experience being master that I got involved with the To Lodge in town that was getting off the ground because. I was like, well, if we can't do this at my lodge, I'll go start a new lodge with better things. And hasn't really worked out that Sorry way, but that. we're still working on it. No blackjack? No hookers? Well, no, there's blackjack. Um, what there's not are traditional observance tenants being carried out to the extent they should be. <laughs> um, but Jeff, some of those things I've been itching to try in our lodge again, but the... You know, that, that requires buy-in from more people than me. So we've kept some of the elements, like the Chamber of Reflection, we still use. Oh, yeah. their chamber um, was gorgeous. And we still use it to good effect. One um, day ours will be too, Jeff. Yes, I I, it's, I hope it will be. The, but yeah, they had like black walls and it it was nice. Yes, and I encourage other lodges to attempt it so that way the Grand Lodge can't come single us out. So glad <laughs> they're doing that. Um, the, you know, it's it's a shame that I spend so much time worried about the grand lodge. <laughs> but yeah, some of the other stuff, like with the music and the incense and the the lighting changes. Oh, we switched to burning tapers uh, a few years back. We haven't always had that. We used to have the little square and compass sixty style light bulbs. Oh yeah, we've still got those at my fish fry lodge. Got what it. was funny is their their senior deacon just kind of you know hanging out before lodge opened gave me a tour and he 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 showed me their tapers like it was like the the most unique thing in the world and I'm like oh yeah we do that except you know we spread ours out and he goes oh cool and I'm like You're really that <laughs> impressed by that little <laughs> well so the thing about ritual is that the magic is in the details right it's it's so that's part of what makes us Masonic nerds is the guys that get like super excited over little details like that. Sure. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's great that he, I mean, did they, did they like, so if you go back there and they've arranged their tapers like ours, <laughs> that'll <laughs> that be, would be funny evangelism at work. Um, well, another thing they did that I thought was pretty cool was they, the, the, instead of having a, um, a column on his table, the master had a candle so the light came from the yeah. master, and that, that candle was used to light the tapers. Oh, that's cool. So in, uh, in my other lodge, we do the same thing, but the junior warden's station has the candle, and it makes a lot more sense for that to be in the master's chair than it does with the junior warden. Huh. See? Yeah, in northern Pennsylvania, we don't have anything at the master's chair. Columns are at the warden's. You don't you don't no have the, the, the ionic column? What? Nope. The column of the ionic order? Nope. Which wisely combines the proportions of strength and grace. <laughs> it would make that sense. was actually something else I noticed, and I probably would not have picked up on it had we not just done a fellow craft this weekend, but on the walls 
kind of is part of the relief of the wall behind each of the uh, three major chairs where the ionic Doric and <coughs> oh, oh my god. Have you ever seen Corinthian? The, Corinthian, yeah. yes. <laughs> Have you ever seen the lodge room at the Scottish Rite Temple, the one upstairs, like the actual yes. lodge room? Uh, is is there only one? Yeah, upstairs. Then yes, but I've never paid mm -hmm. attention. So you would note that the the columns that sit in front of, like the podiums for the master and the wardens, they are very ornately carved wooden versions of the Ionic, Doric, and Corinthian columns at their respective stations. Cool. They Somebody got paid a lot of money to make those. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... They have the... Uh, they do the, the whole five senses thing, so they, they had the music and the incense. They did not have incense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm worried if we tried that at our lodge, like, somebody would freak out i what think it'd be cool I, I like i know that the incense we use in our chamber is a really nice you know it's a pity that brother squared isn't here at the moment um because these are the kind of things that would be really fun to get his buy-in on and try to like start incorporating again um i think some of the the people who were less than fond of some of the changes we were talking about doing um a lot of those guys are no longer with us or not regularly attending lodge and mm -hmm. mike's the kind of guy who would just do what he wants to do and he's Dude, not as scared as i was of the uh, fraternal consequences well, you're more than welcome to invite him back if he can put zelda down for five minutes no, <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably like three levels deep in a late level dungeon. I wouldn't want to interrupt that. <laughs> Usually it's me that's playing the video games. I mean, if you're a Zelda fan, which I am, um, you can I appreciate mean, yeah. how I frustrating that is when somebody interrupts you, when you've just about found the right block to move at the right time. We didn't interrupt him. He chose to join it. this podcast. He was oh, playing yeah, he, 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 he was, no, he was playing Zelda and he was playing it like when he first dialed in. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've so I've never really bothered the master about like the uh I bring up the the music bit occasionally, like how cool would it be to get the uh to get low key speakers put in the right places and uh and have the appropriate music to go with the appropriate parts of the ritual. Um I've talked to the to the Masonic Villages crew several times about getting that gutter lighting installed around the perimeter, but um, at the moment they've, you know, we still have no siding on like half of our lodge, so I'm not gonna bother those guys. Yeah, what's the? Do they have an ETA on getting that fixed? I was surprised they pulled all the old stuff down and didn't did no nothing else. Um, I mean, I shouldn't have been, but I was. Trying to alter, trying to do some of the other things you discussed, though, about the proper march for officers and other things. I, I don't know that those would be as fruitful. No, that that, that would take far too much for that to work. Yeah, that would take far too long to really implement. But it was still neat to see. Like I, I didn't even, I don't even think the Grand Lodge did that. At least not the year I went. No, they don't. They so it's like um. 
because you know they're they're you know they're getting ready to start and I'm sitting there and then I, I noticed the guy that was sitting next to me who was a grand you know, he's a grand lodge officer he gets up and walks out and I'm like oh well, of course you know they got to marshal him in and then I look around and I realize wait none of the officers are in here and I look at my phone and I look at the clock on the wall and I'm like they've got 30 seconds and the door closes oh wait so and the lights this, go down was this just I'm the like, officers uh the officers um they had the grand line off they had the grand lodge officer as well and the special guest so when we when we did it uh it wasn't just the officers it was everybody like everybody goes out and the the chaplain so you're all like standing out in a line extending out to the dining room the chaplain says some things and then and then the master opens the door and proceeds to the east takes his place and then like the music starts and then like the entire lodge the members officers everybody like does the parade in very slowly and circumambulates and people break off to their respective places <coughs> so oh, they they just they just did the officers all of the but it may have been because there were so many guests oh that could be yeah we never have there any, there, there were I, th I think about half the half the audience were uh, were guests, uh, and of course they went around. They introduced, you know, they they recognized past masters, and they did it like in the north, in the south, and the uh, in the west. Then they went to visitors, and that was pretty. It it threw me off at first because when they did the past masters, he said, you know, recognizing all past masters in the north, and I'm like. From where I was sitting, it I was the there was one other person that I couldn't see I was the only other person that didn't stand, and I went, yeah. oh, oh, pa only past masters are supposed to sit in the north here. Oh, well, it crap. is the dark side of the temple. <laughs> I just sat there because it just it, it was an open area. So, but uh, nah, it was the. Uh, We're glad you enjoyed yourself. Um, Here's the hoping that times. you don't uh, tramps off to yonder town and. Oh no no! I, I can't afford. Start referring it. to you as the. I was I was gonna say, do you know what their dues are like? Oh, yeah. uh, yes, I've looked. I, I I got curious and looked them up. Uh, they're they're high. Um, they're they're higher than both of my lodges and York right combined, and I'm pretty sure twice over. Yeah. 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 Um, That's how that works. Yeah, they're, they're but uh, plus it's it's a it's a long drive. It's like an almost an hour and a half drive. So, which was really fun because by the time I left that lodge, I was running a uh, running a fever and had to drive all the way home. Uh, when I got home, I took my temperature and I was I was running a hundred and two degree fever. So that was that was an adventure. Well, that's the hepatitis you at, got at eleven o'clock at night. Actually, I was legitimately worried about that because they had catered food, and I, I and it looked a little off. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I've got damn hepatitis! I'm gonna die!" 
<laughs> it, 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 what, what killed me is, you know, when I get a fever, I'm usually, you know, I'll, I'll cover up in three or four blankets and take some medicine and I'll sweat it out and sleep it over. No, I, I suffered through it all day yesterday too. I was like, Oh, now, now I really am going to die. Oh, well, Tony, you've been awful quiet, which is startling. Right. You must be working. My, uh, Internet didn't work right, and I got locked, and I got logged out a while ago, and so I missed a bunch of stuff. Y'all want to recap me? Real yeah. Quick? So uh, uh, Jeff went to a traditional observance lodge that is not having the same struggles that my traditional observance lodge is. Uh, he had a really good time, and uh, didn't get a hepatitis A. So <laughs> that's a short version. Shouldn't uh, a tradition that that's a traditional observance lodge. Shouldn't that just be called a lodge? And like huh. all the other lodges, <laughs> should be called modern lodges. Well, you know, Masonry's been through this before. Contemporary when you the, lodges. When you had the moderns yeah, versus the ancients, lodges. except that the ancients were newer than the moderns. So that's not new. We always name things backwards. Okay. That just sounds a little <laughs> weird to me. A traditional observance lodge. But then you go into a contemporary lodge and you can't change anything because they say, well, that's the way we've always done it. But so go to the, I prefer the, the term lodge. fundamentalist <laughs> lodge or fundamentalist masonry. Okay. That's uh, that's where that's where it's at. What I think lodges should invest in is McDonald's ice cream machines. Yeah, if because lodges we don't could have install- a problem. With diabetes amongst our members already. <laughs> no, McDonald's cannot keep their ice cream machines running. So if the lodges put a drive-through in, we would make a fortune—a fortune if we could keep the machines running. Tony, they can keep their machines running just fine. The problem is when you roll through in the middle of the night, they don't feel like putting all the stuff in order to make you an ice cream. So they just tell you it's out of order, or that they're cleaning it, or that it's being serviced, or some other nonsense. That's never the case. They just don't want to make Four you ice cream. Is finally over, and we leave, and you see five different masons pouring through the McDonald's drafter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I've done the same thing late at night when you got a hankering for some ice cream. You're all the McDonald's, and it seems like the machines always broke or out of order or whatever. And then I talk to somebody who works at McDonald's, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no. That's like those machines are extremely tank level machines." They they don't get serviced or out of order. It's just the people working that shift don't feel like making your freaking ice cream. Okay. So uh, you can call them out on that next time. There's a lot of people that don't want to make me an ice cream then. Or maybe they just see me and say, no, for your own good. We're no, it's because you're always rolling through at like the nighttime. Okay. Huh. I, yeah. <laughs> Because at night, because when you're not so, making a constant flow of ice cream, it takes uh, it takes more time and effort to get the thing going or whatever. I, I don't exactly know how it works, but it, it takes more than five seconds, so they just don't want to fool with it. Okay, I got a question. It used to be me and you in After Lodge, and we'd stay real late, and now I have to leave like at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning after Lodge, and you and Jeff stay behind a lot. What do we you do? and Jeff talk about after I leave? Oh, there's not a lot of talking, brother. Probably. Yeah. 
Wait, what? Uh, There's not a lot of talking. <laughs> Is it all kissing? <laughs> no, actually, Saturday I uh, I went back to my laptop because I had a whole bunch of work left undone that I needed to to finish, and then like giving me my deuce card. Yeah, and then I ended up just sitting there staring at my phone and screen and not actually doing anything because it was like two in the morning. <laughs> we both did. I, 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 for at least a good 30 to 45 minutes, we were both just sitting there playing on our phones. Yeah. And then I looked uh, up and I was like, well, it's like 3.30, 3, whatever it was. I was like, I, I got to go. <laughs> Since uh, you destroyed our printer at the last Lodge meeting, I don't know if y'all talked about that or not. but uh, We did not. Uh, it is, Speaking it of is that, viral, closing music uh, for the end of the show. Uh, it, okay, it is viral. Uh, but we we need a new printer. Have you gotten a new printer yet? Yes, I I have. Yeah, he had to move the old printer to, to the new printer to make room for the old one so we could do that video. What I'm wondering is, does it have wireless capability to where you can print from mobile? So it does, but you have to have a password now. So Right. <laughs> That'll be so funny. Whatever now in the middle degree, everybody's going to pull their phones out and start messing with you and printing. We'll be printing stuff on yeah. the printer in the middle so, degrees. Unlike the old printer, this one has to have a password to be accessed wirelessly. Yeah. See, I really want to ask for that password, but that's only because I want to just randomly print stuff in the middle of lodge. <clears throat> Which is why there's a password. With great yep. power, Jeff. That we don't get scans of Tony's ass printing off in the middle of a <laughs> Oh, you uh, laugh. I know, John, you think that that's hyperbole. Thing he makes up. No, I, I could totally see that happening. I really could. Yep. No, there's, just been, there's been many a time I've been sitting in Lodge and I was thinking, oh, I need to print something. And no, I need to send available. a scan of my ass to everybody in Lodge. <laughs> And then he does. That's what group yep. texting is for. And then I get these dirty looks from the master. Uh, like, why the hell are you printing stuff? And I'm like, I'm not printing stuff. There was one time, I, I don't even know who was printing because I just yanked the power cord out. <laughs> <laughs> that was during the obligation. Everybody was lined up. I'll print stuff before Lodge. Not the minutes because I've prepared those more than like two minutes before Lodge opens. But... um just a random thing that I'll have to print off before Lodge opens. Well, you know how inkjet printers, like after they sit idle for a while, they go into that shutdown cycle where they clean the heads and do all that, and it's real loud. And mm -hmm. yeah, so that would invariably happen at like sanctimonious parts of ritual. The printer would just start cranking and popping and doing its thing. And yeah, I think I've determined maybe the Lodge room isn't the best place for the printer. Maybe I need to put it out in the dining room. Oh, during the last fellow crap. No, day, the dining room oh. would probably end up being worse. I was going to say, how would you get your... It wouldn't be as quiet, but uh, hearing it didn't last as long. Well, what was the deal with the loud muffler on the car during the last fellow crap degree? I don't know, but our senior warden was going to take care of it. That immovable was that moving. Oh, Do what? Yeah, you try... Somebody was going down the road, I mean, it just kept... and the oh. weather was really nice, so we left the the front door out by the Tyler's room open, like letting some nice air circulate. 
Mm-hmm. And so it was super loud, and I don't know what our senior warden thought he was going to do about it, but he's like getting up in the middle of ceremony. Oh yeah. To oh, to make it worse, is he did he didn't bother getting up until after they were clearly already yeah. pulling away. He yeah. looked real mad about it too, like he was going to yell at him, and we're like, well, "What are you doing? Sit down." And he comes back in looking all dejected. Su- they drove off. I'm surprised the door was open because I showed up about three minutes late, and. and- and that place was locked up so tight. I went to the front door, knocked on the door. Then I went to the side door, knocked on the door. Nobody answered. I went back around to the front door, and I did this like two or three times. Finally, I didn't realize Randy was being the Tyler, and he's slow. And so I would knock on the front door. By the time he got to the front door, I'd already left. <laughs> and, went to the side door. and poor little Randy was just going back. <laughs> and he, opened the door. he just opened the door and said, what the hell is going on? <laughs> He probably thought some kids were screwing with him. But yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't know exactly what was happening. If Tyler had, I mean, if Marshall had been town, he would have just got up off the door. But Randy, I guess, was a little slower. And so I just ran him back and forth from the dining room to the ante room. Uh, <laughs> he did. Uh, he opened the door. What the hell are you doing on out here? We, so, and of course, we had the district deputy visit that night when. Yeah. It's all chicanery and everybody's being a little goofy. Yeah, so but he's sitting degree. over there the whole time just laughing along with it. Yeah, I'm glad the degree went well. That that, that made up for it. Um So John, did you did you know there was a degree before showing up? Like how much heads up did you have? Because I forgot there was a degree. Uh he only had heads up because he was needed. The master yeah. called me uh, the day before to let me know that our guy had uh, was unable to make it, and I he needed me to do the last two thirds of the degree. Yeah, it's like I I just completely forgot there was a degree. I I show up and I'm like, hey, why is our EA here? I it's was like wearing shorts. Proficiency, and I'm yeah. like, What's one of the doing? only two times since I've been a member of our lodge that I've worn shorts to lodge. It was a friggin' degree night. I didn't even know, no, Bruce. <laughs> well, the last time the Grandmaster showed up. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. You know, if you just take the approach of, I'm going to Lodge, so I need to wear a suit, you'll never have this problem. I can't do that. Okay, no, I can do that. I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> I did that for five years. I'm done. I've been doing it for more than ten. Well, that's your dumbass fault. I think I'm the only person in my Lodge that owns a suit. That <laughs> <laughs> what? John, I was going to ask. Well, you're probably also the only person who shows up every meeting. I feel like you're yeah. about to tell me. No, not every meeting, but most. Yeah. Huh. So, since you have like a split personality thing, is that why you can open lodge by yourself? Uh, <laughs> he wears well, all the jewels. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> Just wear them on different appendages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost made Harlan snort his e-cig. I hate you so much. <laughs> I can't get this image out of my head. Didn't think you would be able to. You're welcome. Oh, man. Oh, oh it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, you should see what I have to use to swing the gavel. <laughs> The hepatitis, man. We were just talking about hepatitis. <laughs> oh, oh. 
Just feel sorry for next year when the new master has to sit <laughs> in that same chair. <laughs> I never figured out why that gavel has the distinct pungent odor. Bring, bring out the last off. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, hey, then. I think I broke Harlan. Almost. Like a one man band, except it's all the jewels and everything else. <laughs> Uh, John, you you so have to come visit us at lunch. <laughs> uh-huh. When is your when is your uh your big thing convention thing? I have to make plans for this. Oh, for when I'm in uh, Indiana. That's, well, when you're I'm over just... near Pennsylvania town, Western well, Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, I'll be near there because I'll be visiting the great state of Indiana. In August, it's only a few hours. In August, okay. Well, that's good. We'll be done with our fares by then. So, um, which, by the way, you want to uh, you want to buy a sponsorship, perhaps? Maybe maybe run an exhibit for about one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Uh, no, no. Actually, uh, today we're running like a ninety percent discount, so it's only <laughs> uh, it's only twelve thousand dollars. No, perfect. <laughs> And at twelve thousand, you'll get sponsorship in both fairs. Yes, actually, we'll we'll put your name on the stage and everything, and get the new uh, awning named after me at the lodge that tipped over or whatever it was. Sure. Uh, yes, whatever you want. Uh, when can I expect the check? <laughs> uh, Why would anybody not send like, a lot of money to your lodge because you're like rolling in it? But uh, yeah, we, but we we're also a band of gypsies now too because we don't have a building anymore. You know, that's yeah, pretty cool. Children, because we're no. missing like part of our building, like so, half of it has no siding at the moment. But it gets more complicated because over the last year, so this originally started a handful of years ago when three lodges came together and said, "Hey, let's all sell our different lodge buildings." If we sell them all at the same time, great. If one of us sells before the other two does, great. We'll move in with each other kind of thing. Fine. And then we're done. We'll all come together with a brand new building. Name it like the whatever Southeast Blank Masonic Center. Have it a multi-purpose building. And yay, grand good. One lodge backed out. So then the old timers of my lodge were like, well, that original deal's off. So now we got to figure out what to do. The third lodge in the group that had every intention of being of letting us move in with them saw how dicey it was getting with our now past master so now i have to go to their lodge on monday kiss their ass and present to them why we should be allowed to move into their lodge and they may actually vote us down Mm. because of all the hemming and hawing from our past master so, so, if you're willing to come out to Western Pennsylvania, we got a uh, lodge room that's for rent. I'm sure I'll have just as much attendance there as I do at my current lodge. Yes. Yeah, so what do you got to lose? Yeah. We had a, a local lodge recently sell their building and moved into my fish fry lodges. They're they're renting from us, and I was there the night they're like the head of their trustees or you know building committee or whatever came over to pick up the key and sign the contract with our the head of our building committee he said the the guy that had been handling that transition they're talking about bringing him up on charges because they found out 
uh, one of the reasons they moved was they were they you know they just they weren't making a lot of money. Uh, the expenses were up there. They found out one of the lo- one of the cell phone companies wanted to put a tower up in their back lot and pay them forty eight hundred dollars a month uh. just to take up what would have been the equivalent the equivalent of three parking spaces was all they would have lost was three parking spaces and would have made forty eight hundred dollars a month. And the guy said no, without running it by the lodge. What? And like they're they're looking at potentially like seeing if that that's worthy of bringing him up on the summit well, charges for. If if that was my How much is brain cancer worth, Jeff? That's what you got to ask yourself. <laughs> 4800 <laughs> $4, bucks a month. That's how much uh, it's worth and it's worth something like that. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. 46 <laughs> 200 for the easement. So, yeah. But uh holy shit. I would Kill my trustees if they pulled that with me. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that, 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 that. for ours either. Mm. Actually, but I might like now. I don't have to have trustees, so I got to figure out how to expunge that from our bylaws because no building, no need for trustees. Uh, see, I want to know what cell phone company it is because I mean we've got that vacant lot next to us. Yep. Hey guys, <laughs> I got an idea. Yeah, I don't think that's going to fly with city ordinances being what they are. Yeah, and that airport, not too far away. Oh, I yes. Be able to anyway. Ooh. Yes, the uh, the Western Pennsylvania International Airfield, <laughs> a grass field that's uh, the, the length of a cul-de-sac full of like single prop Cessnas. Are there? I, I've never noticed a plane even. Like I look. Kind of hoping one day I'll see a plane there, and it's like, nope, no, they they there. upgraded. There's a guy's got a twin prop now, um, mm. a four seater. Yeah, um, and it's international because one of them does like special couriers for UPS to Canada or something. So <laughs> he just has yeah. to stop six times to get there. <laughs> it's international by default. They do free flying lessons there in the summer, and I've I keep meaning to like go sign up just because I think it'd be cool. But oh, they're free. Uh, well, I think they It's probably got some hidden charges, but I'm sure the yeah, first one you probably have to pay fuel. Well, the guy that runs it will take you up, uh, in in a plane and like try to. It's not like a free series of flying lessons. It's like you get to do this free once. And then here's the sign-up sheet. He takes you up, pretends to pass out. (laughs) Uh, Which, you know, flying isn't... Flying's not as expensive as as you'd think. It's it's all of the regulatory crap you have to pay for to be able to fly to keep the the blue-collar guy from, you know, buying planes and flying them everywhere. Yeah. So, it's... Um, like you can buy like those planes over there. Some of those guys, they, they buy them for less than some people spend on their cars, like sixty, seventy thousand dollars for one of those planes. Yeah, but <laughs> if my if my car if I buy a cheap car and it blows an alternator, I pull over to the side of the road. If I buy a cheap Cessna and it blows its prop, yeah, but it's basically I just pull a glider over anyway. So you know, you just glide down, right? Because that's what they look like. It's just gliders with a propeller on the nose. That's true. Uh, However, as long as you're not at a weird angle when it goes out. The bad part is, is aren't like the hydraulics in most planes is 
power. You know, once you lose engine power, you lose hydraulics. So I have right. no idea. So you lose your ability to steer. I know that's the way it is. Though that's the way it is in, in big jets. There was the, there's a show on the Smithsonian Channel called Air Disasters that you know it broke down various airplane crashes and stuff like that. Like it, it went into the science behind the uh, the safety boards investigating what happened. It was real fascinating, and there there were a couple that. Like there was one that the uh, the plane managed to land on an old abandoned military runway. The only reason the pilot knew it was there was because he was in the Canadian Air Force and was stationed there. So he knew the runway was there. It was actively being used as a drag strip, like when they tried to land. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a there was a drag drag race going on as they're coming down. Like, man, so, that is cool. But they managed uh, to land, and with only you know, there were a few minor injuries because you know they're landing without the uh, hydraulics, so they couldn't kick on all the air brakes and stuff. And you know, but most of them were crashes. Has a, has a unit of guys that like fly together all the time. So really, yeah. Um, Just remember, there's more airplanes in the ocean than there are submarines in the sky. <laughs> Oh, damn. Your words of wisdom never, never cease to amaze me. I think, <laughs> I think we should, I think we should, uh, I think we should, we should end the show on that note. <laughs> I feel like the hydraulics have gone out of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just waiting for the fiery crash. Mm-hmm. So, um, does anybody we're, have? We're, we're losing altitude. Sorry. To bring before this. Uh, this after lodge gathering before I proceed to turn out the lights and lock the doors. Mm, nope. Nope. All right. Well, Jeff, make sure you uh, unplug the coffee pot and turn down the thermostat because this is the end of episode 199 of the after lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge.gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Pound sign, Freemasonry. Let me take a breath. i got to get through this fast before Tony gets back. Uh, you can find us on <laughs> iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or uh, My Freemasonry or G Potter and I forget the other one. We're, we're all over the place. You just search for Freemasonry. We're in there next to those uh, round guys at a square table. Uh, they're okay, I guess. Uh, yeah, so I think that's it. Until next week, brothers, may the sun shine in your face and the wind be at your back. Launch it. Later. Later. He didn't know that every dog had his date until he seen his. I bet you will too. Because it's time. Die. Feel full. I think it's something in the water, man. It's got me in the water. Oh, it's on a killing spree again. We're guillotine for men. I walk around town with a frown on my face. The whole world finna catch a murder case. Gonna murder the right. Make it crease if you caught up in the world while it's dying. I guarantee you front, cause I am. On the verge of knocking out.
out for no reason. Once I get down, I'll be no breathing. It seems with just wanna calm down, put his palm down. Seems like I still lay the law down. Now it's all out. What you wanna do? I'm asking you. Stuck to face, I break your in two. Bastard, you rather swim in some hot tar before you with Willie D. Cause what I got for your will make it Jamil. Cause it's die, die. Forever, and don't stop until I say it's over with me. You know what I'm saying? 